1: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. homeshef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert.
2: Auburn freshman Chance Westry made his Auburn debut, but tonight was about the entire team.
0: This is happening in Auburn, Alabama. It's a, we're a football school, but we're also an everything
1: school. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every
2: day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. For some of you, maybe it's your second or possibly your third. It's a little post-game action, so that means we're joined by Daryl Dappridge, Montgomery Radio, that Auburn defeating Winthrop. Get bonus points in the live chat uh, if you can tell us where Winthrop is. 89 to 65. And let's start, Daryl, with the energy around this team going into it. Because obviously, Janai Broom was spectacular. Obviously, Wendell Green, uh, by far his best game of the season. But let's start with the storyline going into this game. And it was Chance Westry making his Auburn basketball debut.
0: Yeah, Bruce Pearl um, basically announces uh, a couple days ago that Chance is going to make his regular season debut, that he's going to play approximately 10 to 15 minutes. He ended up playing 17, so he was pretty prophetic with that. I think everyone yeah. was real excited to see you know, where he fit in, how he was plugged in. And look, we saw some flashes early that the, the no-look pass was sweet. The and-one to, to score his first collegiate points was nice. You can tell – all the tools are in the toolbox. And as he starts to get comfortable over the next month yeah. and starts to get back into basketball shape and rhythm, man, he is going to be special. What a great piece to
2: have for Bruce Pearl. No doubt about it. And, and I loved how willing he was to attempt to score and to shoot. And, and the, the whole and one, you sent me a text after that, the and one to start his scoring career at Auburn that I think like Maybe I think two trips later now he, he threw up a three. And so he's not timid. And, and that's, that's what you love to see.
0: He's aggressive. And I think as a freshman, as a true freshman, that's all you could hope for is that he is going to have to fill a particular role. He's going to have to fill a particular void. I think for this team, I think he realizes that I think the trip to Israel, like we all thought was just yeah. so beneficial, right. kind of getting him used to playing with these guys and, chemistry wise. So I don't think in any way, I mean, we see this is the new norm in college basketball. Now these freshmen come in where it used to be probably before you were born, Zach, to be quite (laughs) honest with you, where it used to be freshmen did not play, you know, right away. They had to wait two or three years because kids stayed for all four. Now you're seeing not only the one and dones, you're seeing freshmen come and play and make an immediate impact in the starting lineup and significant minutes it's completely different now so a guy like chance westry knows that knows that that's what he's going to be expect what's going to be expected of him if he can get to around 20 to 21 minutes i think that's where he'll end up being uh you know when 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 his knee progresses uh man it's just going to be he's going to be counted on to give you double digits and to give you good three-point shooting and i think he's going to be up to the task
2: right um so, I, I, all in all, I was happy with, with, um, with Chance Westry. So, we'll, uh, we'll see. Another guard I was impressed with, obviously, Wendell Green. Six of ten uh, from the floor. Four of six from three. We've talked about this already, Daryl, right, this season, where you're going to have nights for the Auburn team, I think, just with the collection of guards that you have with Wendell and KD and Zepp. You're going to have nights where the, the three ball doesn't land. And you're also going to have nights where it does. And fortunately, against Winthrop, it is exactly uh, a night where it did. I think it
0: was very, very big that the first two threes that Auburn attempted got knocked down. Zepp and Wendell both hit their first two threes. And I think that set the tone. Because if you look at it, I think the stat was in the last two games, Auburn had nine three-point field goals combined. They hit nine tonight. Shot at 39%. I'll take that all day long. When they're shooting the ball close to 40%, Zepp's Jasper is contributing offensively. Mm-hmm. Broom plays the way he did, and they clean up on the glass. Winthrop is being touted as a tournament team. They're a big South staple. They win that conference every year, and you see what the upsets
2: around college basketball, and Auburn just smoked them 34 did I you mean, hear that's... the the stats that they were reading about Winthrop? They were like twelve of their last thirteen on the road, and they've oh, won yeah. like double digit straight at home. Like that's, that's a great. good basketball I team. I don't care what conference you're in; that's hard to do. Well, at it,
0: it, the bottom line is whatever conference you're in. If you're touted as a tournament team and somebody that has won their conference the last couple of years, and they'll get into the NCAA tournament, and they and they've won a game or two in the NCAA tournament in their history. Um, I think Bruce Pearl, you know, sometimes he throws out things before games, and I think it's just coach speak to keep his team focused. He was very concerned with Winthrop and the challenge that they could present Auburn and, and you know, I think South Florida is is a team that's not on the same level as Winthrop. And then look – so look what Auburn does when they're hitting on off cylinders. That is a tournament team. That's the kind of team you, you probably play in the first round, right? And so as a three seed or a two seed, you draw Winthrop. And so, you know, we saw what would happen with New Mexico State a few years ago. Anything could happen. I, Auburn came out and took care of business. And I'm telling you, Broom showed flashes of special. what we thought he could be. Yeah. He can be special around the basket. And I don't know. I think it's just going to be a situation, Zach, where any given night it could be someone different. Alan Flanagan carried this team against South Florida tonight. It was Green. Green's been the, it, the Green has been the constant though through these first three games. Right? He came in averaging 18 a game, and he got he he dang near got that tonight. Uh, he got 16. So he's been the constant that every game he's been a, a scorer and a leader. And then everyone else has kind of taken turns. That that really speaks well and bodes well. I, so, I, obviously, Chris Moore got hurt and Cardwell got hurt. You'd have
2: seen more from them down the stretch, right. too. So last year, we talked about, like, okay, it's going to be a different guy every night. There's no way this team can go cold because somebody else is going to step up. And then, obviously, that happened down the stretch with the exception of Jabari. And like, I just don't think Wendell's going to be as consistent as Jabari. So that's my only concern. But maybe – an extra year of college basketball for Alan Flanagan, for Zep Jasper, for Katie Johnson, perhaps that's less likely to happen this year than it was a year ago. Still. I think there's some cause for concern with all of that, but, um, but still, I, um, I think, I mean, I think this can be a good basketball team for, for several different reasons. Patrick says 12 is in a funk. 12 is Zep Jasper. I think his best scoring night so far in the short year here, eight points, three of six from the floor. Two or four, two or four. three. Uh,
0: you take that all night long. I don't. I, mean, I don't you know take... what else
2: you want from that. Yeah, and then he's a great defender. Um, I don't. I don't know about. Uh, I don't know about he, all that.
0: He looked better tonight than he has all year, and I think again. I, I, you know, I said something in the Discord about it that when you get when you get him giving you almost double digits. I mean, I'm telling you that that look at look at the guard scoring. If you combine four guards, right? If you when That's Chance Westry starts yeah. getting going, and you got KD and Wendell and Zep, if you look up and they combine for 30, I mean, my goodness, that I don't care how you get 30. I don't care if you have a backcourt of two guys and one guy gets 26 a night, and one guy gets four. I really don't care. I don't mm-hmm. care if you split up the pie five ways. It you get 30, 40 points from your backcourt. It's a guard-centric league, and in the NCAA tournament, you've got to have guard play. And then, you know, you look, and, and, and Trehor's got a quiet 11. Double digits tonight. I mean, that's a kid that I think that, you're going to watch. Three. Oh, and he he's going to just mature and get better and have growth throughout the year. And um, he's going to be – I mean, remember, Chuma, Kiki, and some of those guys, it took them half the year. Jabari was a freak. He, he just was different. But a lot of the Auburn freshmen that came and make an impact made an impact. It took them a while, mm-hmm. and Trejo is is going to be one of those guys. I think down the stretch, uh, come the second half of the season, I, I just so many weapons, so much sharing of the basketball, so much depth. Um, it's tonight is where you saw a glimpse of how special, because again, this isn't Arkansas Pine Bluff. This isn't, you know, I mean, now Texas Southern, the next opponent, you know, they beat Arizona State. Now that, of course, they played that game at Texas Southern, which is really weird. The SWAC is doing this thing where they're having people come to their gyms. Yeah, pretty cool. But, 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 but Winthrop is 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 again a, a legitimate tournament team, and it was thirty four points. And when you again, when you look at what happened across the country, Louisville loses to Appalachian State tonight. Of course, they're nothing. But there's some Colorado beats Tennessee. Um, there's some there's some really big upsets. You have got to these mid majors can bring it every night, and you have got to be ready to play. So that's a that's a nice win for Auburn tonight. I I really am impressed and really excited. Yeah, I'm
2: there with you. Yeah, I think a lot of people are going to say, "Oh, Winthrop, who cares?" But I mean, they're 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 a tournament team. Yeah, as you said, Um, War Eagle from Orange Beach. Yes, uh, War Eagle. That's exciting. (laughs) Uh, Ricky, not related to the game, but I do think it's worth noting. So Louisville lost again tonight to App State. I think they're 0 3 on the year. Uh, Ricky says, Remember when Louisville fans thought they were going to get Bruce? They have lost three in a row to Bella Marine, Wright State, and App State to start 0 3. Yeah. And, and, and that's remember,
0: yeah. I mean, that the first time an, an ACC school in the history of the league has started out 0 3 in non conference. Think about how long the ACC's been around. Of course, the ACC does what a lot of teams do, or a lot of schools do. Conferences they load up on some cupcakes early. The difference is Louisville's getting beat by them, and now they got to go. The ACC is a uh, death march, man, and it, it you, they can't get it done in preseason. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. So yeah, the Bruce tie with that, the tie in that that is pretty that is pretty funny.
2: Uh yeah yeah no question about it. All right uh so. Janai Broom was great. 18 points in just 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, 13 rebounds, five blocks, two steals. I mean, that is a that is a jam packed stat line. I mean, what else what else do you want from a guy like that? And to me, it's what it looks like, Daryl. It's not necessarily like that he just did it, it's what it looked like because he, he put up some okay numbers in the first few games, but That ankle, you could tell, was still bothering him a little bit. He looked fresh to me this evening. And to me, that's more important than the points when you talk about impact for the entire season.
0: He got off his feet quick. He was explosive. That's what you look for is how quick he gets up, right? He gets off his feet. He was doing that in three facets of the game. He was doing it offensively around the glass. He was doing it from a rebounding standpoint, sometimes tapping the ball, keeping it alive. And then he was a terror, a holy terror early on with block shots. So from an ankle standpoint, what you try to gauge how close someone is to being 100% is how explosive and quick they are off that first that first jump, right? I mean, that's that's the key. And he looked very, very good and explosive and, and quick off his feet from a leaping standpoint. Um, I guess as the season progresses – I, it, again, he cleans up so many good things around the rim, and he's got a nice touch. He's got a little. I, I think as the season goes on, we'll watch him develop a little bit more of a mid-range jumper, like inside the the key. You know, right inside the free throw line where you do that little curl. I think Maybe. you'll see that.
2: I mean, I think- he he's been in basketball so long; it's like he kind of is who he is at this point, right? <laughs>
0: But we saw that at Moorhead State. That's what I'm saying. He did that at oh, Moorhead State last year. Yeah, he had some of that mid-range inside the inside. Maybe not against Auburn, but if you go back and watch tape on him, yeah, he actually had some 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 baskets inside that elbow area. Maybe he doesn't need to do that at Auburn. Maybe well, it's that, a different offense. Different. I'll set. take it though.
2: I mean, yeah, yeah. All, all the stuff I've seen from him has been pretty much around the basket. So that's encouraging. That's encouraging that you yeah. um, that you say that. All right, let's talk about Wendell Green. Let's talk about the, the man of the hour in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. This postgame show is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. Have you thought about securing your home with home security, but have been putting it off? You'll want to listen up right now. Locked on Auburn listeners. Yes, you can order the number one rated Simply Safe home security system for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you don't want to miss it. We all know how important our families are, as well as our homes. And our possession, Simply Safe understands that with their monitoring service 24 7, they will make sure you are taken care of. So don't miss your chance to save big on the only security system that I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on college. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
0: It's Kubota Orange Day. shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get zero percent APR for 84 months, or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangeDays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangeDays.com.
2: There, a Wendell Green. If he can, before see you the- get
0: into Wendell Green, I want to make sure you understand the little shout out I just did right here. When you were talking about simply safe, you and Charlie five today had a great, or you had, you know, had a great, so I went uh-huh. ahead and went with the, I buttoned the top button there People
2: while you really were doing our, uh, our read. Yeah. That. And
0: so while you were yeah. doing that, hate to interrupt, I went top button just to kind of throw a subliminal message on that.
2: Well, I had the to, read pulled up, so I didn't see you. So I'm glad you yeah, pulled I, that out. I'm going to go you. ahead and
0: go back to the John Travolta. It looks now incredibly
2: uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: it, it's I I can't pull it off. I, you know, I've got to go with the uh, John Travolta Italian chest hair. Open it up, thing. Let's go.
2: Yeah, hey, I, I want to throw it to Jack Singley real quick. He had a great comment since we uh, were just talking about Janai Broom. Jack says Broom should never be compared to Kessler. Broom is vastly different athlete than Walker. I feel his ability to change direction and explosiveness is a difference maker for this front court i think we talked about this a little bit going into the season i like what broom offers as an offensive threat more than kessler's going into the season but kessler obviously defensively uses you will never be able to replace that
0: no i think uh broom is more dynamic offensively he can score the basketball in a more variety of ways kessler was clean up around the basket get a lot of dunks maybe some putbacks What we just talked about, Broom's got a little bit of a touch. He's got that little teardrop thing. So he has got more options to score the basketball, and he's more dynamic offensively than Kessler is. Kessler was a machine blocking the basketball. But at the end of the day, like we talked about last week, I wouldn't be surprised if Auburn's block totals this year were higher than last year because you could throw in more players. It's not going to be 155 from one dude. But Broom and Cardwell combined could, could do go a long way in making Auburn have more blocks this year.
2: Yeah, D- Dylan's step has been impressive to me. And I don't know if it's necessarily that he got a whole lot better or she's getting more opportunities. I, I'm not sure. But regardless, his production, I've been really happy. With it, Sorry I keep looking this way. I've got the Kentucky-Michigan State game on, and it is tied with like three seconds left.
0: Yeah, I've got something on, too. I'm kind of going full. Like we're like in a, kind of a, the studio setting today, uh, aren't I guess we? so. I guess yeah. so.
2: All right, let's talk about the, the best player on the court tonight, which was Wendell Green. He, he looks like the upside of what you roll the dice on when you have Wendell Green shoot as much as he does. Tonight it paid off six of 10, but more importantly, four of six from three. If Wendell ever shoots four of six from three and Auburn loses the game, I'll think that they miscounted somewhere. I just won't believe it. And to me, when Wendell is going and uh, as, as the Auburn basketball Twitter account put out logo, win. um, it's just tough to. It's just tough for uh, for you to beat Auburn. He had the highest plus minus on the team, which you and I have both talked about this before. I probably put more stock into that than I should. Um, didn't go to the free throw line, which is a little different. He was definitely living on the perimeter more, but still, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Props to you, Wendell Green.
0: The key too is that he's not one dimensional. Wendell Green it was four of six from three point land, but he also scored inside with that you know obviously trademark slashing. To the basket very very quick and so when you can do that as a point guard and, and you know when you can go inside and you can you can score amongst the trees and you could also hit the threes and then he made some really nice passes too I don't know how many assists he had but he had a couple that you know that's what's unfortunate that they couldn't finish around the rim yeah he had he had five assists I mean and he could have had eight but they got fouled and then they couldn't finish around the rim and so they went to the free throw line which is a Kind of an empty stat, but he could have had seven or eight assists. Point guard play tonight overall. I mean, look at what I loved it. I mean, what Donaldson did, five points off the bench, five rebounds, one of the nicest
2: scoop up and under shots, too. Yeah, somebody commented about that. That that was a great play. That was a great play. And then he got fired up, which I love, but also it's like, all right, you your your job is to defend the baseline in that scenario. So, you know, get get back and get ready, cheer later. Um, that was my only note, but still also I think they were up at like 25 at that point. So like right? Who, who cares? So
0: Yeah, Wendell Green, I mean again, I, he is emerging. Remember, this is a kid last year that what came off the bench most of the time. He'd come in the game with about three or four minutes into the game sure. and inject life. Kazette was, was starting. And I, I just think that he's got a whole new role and he you could just see the confidence. This team will go with him. It's going to be interesting to see if he changes his game or the way he approaches the game if for some night he's not scoring because he scored, you know, 18 and then got 16 tonight. If for whatever reason on a particular night he gets shut down, he's going to have to change his game and look to distribute the basketball a little bit more if he knows he's not feeling it or her shots aren't falling.
2: Do you, do you trust that he can do that?
0: Do you trust I think that's that he some, can
2: make a pivot?
0: Yeah, because here's what will happen. Because of the guard depth, yep. Bruce will jerk him off the floor and say, give me more, change your game, or you're going to sit here right next to me. I, I think the, the great uh, equalizer and, and the great motivator sometimes with guys that are that competitive is playing time. So I think if he wants to be the ultimate prototypical point guard, mm-hmm. some nights he's going to have to distribute the basketball if, if if he's not getting 16, 17, 18, if the shots aren't falling, I think that that's a maturation process I think he can achieve because you've got guys, yeah. Westry, Zepp, KD behind him, that can come in and get some of those minutes. So I think he will. I, I really do. I think he's a, another year older, another year smarter, more mature. I think he'll, the, his game will evolve into that.
2: Yeah, this Kentucky-Michigan State game's in overtime, so that's wild. Uh, YouTube user, I don't know why your name didn't load, but thank you for watching. Says I'd start Westry at point guard and Green at the shooting guard. I've seen a few people say this on Twitter. I don't think you want Wendell Green off ball. I don't think he's an off ball offensive player. I don't really like him as an off ball defensive player either. I, that's just not. That's just not who he is. And also, mm-hmm. like I don't know why you would ever willingly choose to have a freshman play point guard as well. Uh, as good as Westry is, I just I, I don't think that's I don't think that works out for Wendell Green.
0: He's so much better with the ball in his hands, creating, yeah. creating for himself than he is standing around off ball. And, and there are some guys that are the opposite of that. There are some guys that are catch and shoot. They love to, you know, get screen set form, come off ball screens and let it rip. He is just a creator when the ball's in his hands and he's slashing to the basket or he's stepping back and shooting that three after a little head fake, that kind of thing. He's so much more effective. I, he's just, a better player creating on his own.
2: Right, right. And and I think that's for better or for worse. And and you you can see that he wants to shoot it like all the time. (laughs) And and, and Bruce, I think Bruce would be okay with it. Who else stood out to you tonight? I I think we touched on the main three, right? The storyline of Chance Westry's debut, Wendell Green, Jani Broom. I think we're both incredible In, in different ways. Who else stood out to you? Joan Traor, I I, I guess you know, he, you did, he did. He did late li- eleven.
0: Yeah, he did late, and I, and again, I'll go back to uh, the short time that Donaldson was in there. He impressed me with his physicality. He made some nice passes. He got the ball up very very quickly. And again, I'm big on guards rebounding. I just am. I think that's a that's a plus. That's 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 a uh, icing on the cake. And he did a really good job when he w- got in the game um, to. Get Show some physicality, get some rebounds, and it was good flow. The, the The pace of play did not drop off. So I was impressed with him as well.
2: Yeah, I'm there with you. I'm there with you. Um, most efficient player tonight was Dylan Cardwell. As we mentioned, only 16 minutes. Stretch acting bola got in, recorded a positive stat with a rebound and a steal. You absolutely love to see that. Uh, Jalen Williams. This is the second time in a row Jalen Williams has had a not Jalen Williams type uh, type night. Two of seven, not great. He missed the only three that he took. Jalen Williams is not a player that shoots at seven times and only scores four points. That's, that is just not, that's not who he is. No,
0: if he shoots at seven times, you're expecting him to be in double digits. I mean, that's what we've Seriously. seen. Yeah, but th- But this is the beauty of this basketball team. When we record this Friday night we might just be talking about what a great game Jalen Williams had as mm-hmm. he goes for a quiet cool silky 16. I mean that that's how it is. I mean it's just you know and, and, and Flanagan you know could could bounce back and have 14 or or Westry could have his first breakout double digit game it, it's it's the the beauty of going 11 deep, and having somebody on any particular night be the one you talk about. Jalen Williams could disappear for a few games and then you blink and he could drop eighteen on you one night. And right. It's just it's just unique. To, it's oh, a unique situation. You won't
2: even feel it happening. It's like getting no. bit by like a, one of those like African snakes where it's like yeah. you get bit, you don't even realize it, and then it's too late. You're dead. Yeah, you're then dead. you're dead. You're dead. Those poisonous no
0: asps. Asps, they're, they're called. They're very poisonous. Oh, careful.
2: Things. Language, careful. Well,
0: I, careful. that's why I, I put the emphasis on the P. The, you notice how I really
2: stress the P. I love it. Always yeah. stress the P for sure. Always stress the P, man. Is, is, there, is there, and this is a little bit of a weird game because it was such a blowout and, and yeah. a runaway late. Is there a good, player? Though. It felt good. It felt good to yeah. like, yeah, not just sit be back. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. nice. Um, is there a player where you look at the shot totals and you're like, eh, they probably shot too much? Or not well, enough, one way or the other. Is there one that stands yeah, out to
0: you? Yeah, I think that, that's a great question. I think well, that – uh well,
2: thank you, Daryl. Thank
0: you. I think – I I was actually very, very happy that Katie Johnson only shot it six times. So he's a guy that you may want to see – well, he actually shot it more than that because he, he had a couple three-point attempts too. But normally you look up at him and you go, he's just shooting the basketball too much. Well, or he he's he not, was
2: 2 of 6 from the floor. Yeah, 2 of 6 from time. the floor. He shot yeah, so sure. so I mean sure I shot. think
0: that I think that he could have shot it a little bit more. I would have been okay with him shooting it eight or nine times because typically it takes him a little while, but you you normally look at him and go, oh shot selection. Um Wendell Green shot it ten times. We want that. Broom shot at 17, but I like that he shot at 17. So um I, but you know and, probably and
2: three of those were one possession, by the way.
0: Flanagan shot it three times. So I definitely would say I'd like to see Flanagan shoot it more than three times.
2: Uh, yeah. I wonder why that is.
0: I don't know. I just, I would, I would 20 minutes, 20 minutes had five rebounds, one assist, went to the free throw line four times. Excuse me. Um, you're you're good. That was a little hiccup there. Um, that's, that's cool. And, um, so yeah, I think, I think Flanagan, I would have liked to see him shoot the basketball a little bit more. And again, this is a, this is depending on how the game and the flow is going. If Zepp is three of six, maybe I want to – and if he's hot, maybe I'd like to see him shoot it a couple more times too, if he's feeling it. If he's not, no. But if you see him at three of six and it's one of those nights where he's
2: feeling it and he's contributing and, – And two of four from three, right?
0: Yeah, ride it. Go ahead and
2: shoot a couple more. Heat check, absolutely. Ashton asks, should Chance Westry shoot it more uh, from deep or just ease him in? I I wouldn't have minded seeing him shoot it. More than he shot. I'm trying to find his six times. I think Did he shoot? He it shot six it times? six times.
0: And two of those were from behind the arc.
2: Yeah. Uh, three point two, line. two of six. Yeah. Oh, and oh, of two from three. I, I wouldn't have minded seeing chance shoot it more just because of the game, the flow of the game. Like it's more important for chance Westry to get comfortable than it is to beat Winthrop by 30 instead of 20. Right. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm totally cool with young guys like chance doing that. And I, I think you could say the same for Trey Donaldson as well, Daryl. Just getting these young guys comfortable shooting in a, in, in a, in a D1 basketball game, I, I think that's worth it.
0: The reason why it's so important that Chance Westry continues to shoot threes is because we've already seen that he can be dynamic off that first step, that dribble, drive, and sure. getting to the basket. So what happens is he's going to blow by a lot of defenders – if he starts hitting threes and they come out on him and challenge him and he puts the ball on the floor, and he's gone. If he doesn't shoot the three, they'll sag on him. And when they sag on him, those lanes will not be as open. The dribble drive will not be there. So even attempting a three, Will make somebody run out at you or come out yeah. and extend, right? Defensively and guard. Because I think we saw a glimpse tonight of how special he can be putting the ball on the floor. Sure. Not only scoring, but then he found somebody underneath the basket wide open once he dribbled, you know, once he dribbled in the lane, got penetration. So to continue to have those open lanes and to have that spacing, I think he needs to continue to shoot it from deep. Not only because I think he can hit them, but I think it'll keep the defense from sagging on him.
2: Oh my God, uh, I, I think uh, Kentucky's up seventy to sixty nine with thirty two seconds left, and I think they just traveled. That's hilarious. Go, Sparty! Kentucky looks like an NBA team. Yeah, they look hey, so good. They're they're pretty stinking good. Just physically, like oh my and, gosh, they look and, the part.
0: And you know they're ready to play Auburn this year. Woo! It's going to be uh, they're they're will they're ready and waiting.
2: They may run away with the conference. I mean. A lot of the teams at the top, I think, have a lot of, like, major holes, but we'll see what happens. All right, for folks hanging out with us live, I want to know who your MVP of the game was tonight. Daryl, I'll let you think about it just for a second. Mine's Janai Broom. I I think what he did was was incredible. And also, I think what Janai Broom did is more sustainable over the course of the season Instead of what you know, some of the guards did. So I, I really, really like that from a sustainability standpoint. That's what wins you games in the SEC.
0: Well, he, I agree with you that he's my MVP as well. And the shot selection and the shots he hit were very, very makeable bunnies. A lot of them, were the, the 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 level of difficulty, the degree of difficulty was not there. So those kind of shots will always be there. Uh, another another key point about him, why I think he was so valuable tonight is typically when a guy puts up those kind of offensive numbers, you wonder where his head is defensively. You don't have to wonder by that, about that with Jani Broom. He was a complete basketball player tonight. And I love seeing a guy that'll drop 18 and I'll have six blocks. I mean, that's, that's special, man. And that's hard when you, when you, when you guard like that, defend like that and still score and still rebound and he was getting after it on the offensive glass too. Right. Complete, complete game tonight by him.
2: Yep. Um, let's see. Jamal says, I feel like the offense should be, uh, be ran through Treyor and Broom. By the end of the year, it might. But mm-hmm. Bruce Pearl is still going to run everything through his point guard. Now, does Chance Westry ever start bringing the ball down the floor? That'll be fun to see. Jack says, assuming Chance still is not 100% healthy, the potential this team has is going to be great. I think we can assume that he's pretty close to 100% healthy. I think his issue is more game conditioning right. than like the health and structure of his knee. They wouldn't have played him if he wasn't 100% healthy. There there's no benefit to that. You'll Do you agree
0: see, with that, Daryl? I agree. I agree 100% and I think that you'll see the game conditioning and uh, him being back in game shape probably about 2 weeks. You know, judge him okay. and let the barometer be, barometer for him be two weeks from now and look at his conditioning and his game shape. And I think you'll, we'll, we'll see the flashes and how special he's going to be. But I, I say, give it a couple weeks and they'll use him in. But I mean, he played 17 minutes. It'll get up to 22, probably at some point. Is that where it's going to level out at you think? I think so. I think but because only it's be because, up. but you know, I think it's because out of necessity, I mean, because you've got too many other people mm-hmm. that you're getting quality minutes from in the backcourt. Now, if you me. slide him to the three, like we talked about last week, then maybe Chris Moore's minutes go down a little bit. It just depends. He's got so many options. Remember now, when Westry came in the game tonight, he came in at the one. He started out tonight playing the point guard position. Good point. And so that, and I, I made a note of that and was like, okay, I think he, I thought he was going to come in play the three or play the off guard, the two guard. He came in, he was playing the one. And so the versatility there. I think they like there. the
2: three right now with Chris Moore and Alan Flanagan. I do, I do Which, too. Boy, I would not have guessed that three weeks ago.
0: I wouldn't have either. I was, I, Chris Moore was a guy that you had to sell me on this year. I was like, okay, show me. He was my Missouri player, the show me state, right? Show me, Chris Moore, what you're going to be able to contribute and bring to this basketball team. And uh, so far, so good. I like all his intangibles. It's unfortunate he got whacked upside the head. I think they did that for concussion protocol Mm-hmm. Uh, just to be careful, because he was he he could have been in double digits, had a really nice game, had been able to play yeah, the whole and, way, not got hurt. And,
2: and there's no reason to not um start to play those guys in that type of game. Kentucky, Michigan State's going to double overtime. This is crazy. Wow, this is a crazy, Un- game. unbelievable. <laughs> like one second left, the Michigan State dunked it to tie it up. That's just crazy. Passed up the three to go for the tie. That is that was a smart play by that player. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Brent says Auburn jet pilot for MVP, which is funny because everybody's looking at Auburn flight trackers right now. That's that's not how it works, but yeah, that's cool.
0: Yeah. Auburn Um, had a lot of points in the lane tonight. I really like seeing that the, the lane
2: scoring that they had tonight. All right. AJ, AJ has an interesting point that I don't fully agree with, but let's dissect it just for a second. AJ says KD might be the most athletic player on the team. He just doesn't strike me as a great shooter. And I don't know how I feel about him with the game on the line in March. You have to play him, though. I think KD is a great piece. I I don't think I agree with you on the most athletic player on the team. I do think he is a better drive to the basket and score than a perimeter guy. And he wants to be a perimeter guy really badly. But I, I don't know if we talked about this on air or off air, but you know, with Katie losing 20 pounds, I was curious to see how that would impact him, right? Because he's a physical player, both on uh-huh. offense and defense, and so I was curious to see how that would impact him. I haven't seen that much of a difference in in, in his step or in his explosiveness or anything like that, but. Um, he I mean he could be a great piece on offense I just don't want him shooting it from deep you know five or six times again
0: I I think there's a there's a role that you don't want him I think with the ball in his hands when it's down to you know to take the last shot like that I do think that he's very very quick he's very fast I think that he got more lean in the offseason but he's um he's chaotic he creates Mm. chaos when he comes to the game whether it's good or bad I mean he's just He's absolutely a bundle of energy. He's all over the place. He's very fast. He's a blur, and he just does things at such a high speed that could be good, that can be bad. So knowing when to pick your moments and when that's a, when that's something that you value. I don't think yeah. you value that when you're trying to slow the game down and take the last shot, right? That that that's where that wouldn't be something that would be beneficial. But when you're trying to get back into a basketball game. And mm-hmm. get a quick shot of energy and get back. Mm-hmm. He is absolutely the perfect person for that to inject in the game.
2: Yep, I'm with you on that. Donovan says Chance is going to be our best player at the end of the season. In my opinion, not a bad guess. Not a bad guess for sure. I I still Can, may be in the or camp for that, um, but I think both of them would, are, are are worthy of that. I think you could say Janai. I think. How could, about maybe. how about this? How
0: about this may be controversial. I I predicted at the end of the year you are not going to be able to definitively say this guy is the best player on the team. I think you're going to have a hard time identifying one guy that you consider to be the best guy. I think it's going to be a handful of guys and it's going to be a half dozen one, six of the other, and you're not going to be definitive. You can't look and say that's the dude, right? Now, remember that. Is that that, good or bad? I think that's wonderful. I think that's good. I I think that because what happens is, When that one player that you count on so much has that off game or gets absolutely clamped down or gets double teamed, then where are you going to go? Remember, Jabari Smith was a stud, and when he struggled against Miami in the the tournament a little bit or didn't play at that level, um, it it hurt Auburn. The 2019 team that that went to the Final Four, I will say this, at the end of the year, it was Chuma Kiki who was the best player on that team. It mm-hmm. was Chuma who was probably the best player, was playing better than anybody in the tournament before he got hurt. Sure, you, you couldn't say that halfway through the year. There was a handful. One night it was Harper, one night it was Brown, one night it was him. So I think this team's going to be similar that way, that it's going to be hard to identify the guy at the end of the year. And I think yeah. that's good.
2: Yeah, I think the closest thing we have to Chuma is Treor.
0: So maybe we'll see. Yeah. If he progresses and, uh, and, and again, he has, Okoro, he's got to take a step, but oh yeah. coral was that guy, right? He was a freshman, true freshman came in and he was Auburn's best player. And he finally I mean, the way started, they
2: were, he started to finally make three towards the end of the year. Yes. And, and Auburn yes. was red hot going into the SEC tournament and then COVID and mm-hmm. the world shut down. So, um, well, cool. Daryl, thank you so much for, uh, for hey, you're welcome out. as always. Thank you to all of you. Hey, for the, for the folks watching here live, please like and subscribe, like the video, and please subscribe. Would really, really appreciate it. And of course, if you're watching or listening uh, after the fact, we're gonna do this after every game this year. So be sure to come by and hang out with us. We'd uh we'd love to we'd love to have you. Daryl, how can people check out what you got going on, bud? Uh, you can follow me
0: on Twitter. I'm on social media, I'm pretty active at Dap6410, and then on Monday mornings. W-A-N-I with our good friend Ben Taylor. Good morning, Auburn Opelika. From about 7.10 to 7.30, fun time of year, we'll be talking coaching search and basketball, a lot of good things to
2: discuss. You can find all of my written work at auburndaily.com. We'll see you later. This has been Locked on Auburn. A Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.